Progate Racing, show us your tips. Weekend preview looking towards Randwick and Flemington tomorrow afternoon. Beaver, what's going on? Oh, mate, uh, just living life, mate. Looking forward to Christmas shutdown. And, yeah, just looking to put the feet up and have a few beers, mate. Yeah, counting the days. Not far away now, so... Uh, this will be our second to last show. We'll get through this and we'll do a midweek show and then we'll be back Magic Millions Week. So the 4th of January we'll be back, I believe, Beaver, to do midweek racing there, heading into the millions. But uh, we'll get stuck into round week now where it's obviously nice and warm in Sydney, a dry track, rail in the three-metre mark. Let's keep an eye out for on-pace stuff. Uh, we kick off with the two-year-olds in the first. Uh, short price favourite for the Waterhouse Yard. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think uh, probably stick with it. Um, as you said, looking for the on paces, and uh, we know this will go forward and uh, should be further improved by its only start. Um, possibly hardest to beat here of the looking at the race brigade. Um, possibly the main danger, the un- race one from the Wallace stable, but uh, now the, the favourite for me here. Yeah, I'm the same. I think it can bounce straight to the front and be very hard to run down. Uh, I thought the main danger would have been the Nisham runner, but she's uh, it's been scratched, so don't need to worry about that. I'm so happy to start off with Uncorked in the first as well for the Waterhouse team. 1,400 metre benchmark 72 is the second on the card, where I am happy to be with. Uh, I think Starman's got a bit upside off its first up return. It was a nice enough win. Uh, and probably has a bit of improvement in hand on Sacrimony, so happy to stick J-Max on as well. Round of three. Oh, pardon me. Round of three dollar mark. Uh, I think it will be very hard to beat here, but um, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with you here. I think the, the first two favourites will get up um, for exactly the same reasons you thought here. Probably got a little bit more upside, and J-Max goes on, is on, so um, that equates to a couple of lengths, and that'll be enough. Perfect. Uh, race three is the highway. Have you got anything? Absolutely nothing. Nothing to offer, my friends. No, $7 a field. We'll uh, play on there. The midway is race pick. four is... What was that? Take your pick. Oh, take your pick. Good luck. Uh, 1,200 metres midway. Benchmark 72 is race number four. Uh, where I'm, I'm happy to be with the market, actually. Queen Bellissimo comes through the Metro lead up there. Uh, chasing a couple of nice horses there in Tamerlane and El Buena. Back to Midway, uh, well, it is Midway Company, but Midway Company. And I don't think there's much else you need to worry about. Yeah, I think you're probably spot on here. Third up, um, drawn ideally in gate two. Um, the main dangers are drawn quite wide, so they've got a couple of decisions to make there. At the $3, roughly $3.70, $3.80 mark at the moment, I think that's a nice little bet. And... Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad last start. Beautiful. Yeah, no other dangers for you? No other dangers, mate. Of note. Yep. yep. Cool. Fifth is a 2,000-metre benchmark, 88. Uh, are you able to split these four Waller runners here? Yeah, look, they seem to be shifting around a little bit in the market um, since I last looked. So it's going to be get a really hard line here on... Um, how the, how the market will play out, because you've got Waller's got one, two, three, four, five. So the favourites tweets here and he's got five five more runners. So mm. um, what do you do? That's the that's the really hard part. Because I couldn't split three or four of his runners, I went for the Snowden train Hoyter 
Um, just thought it's won its first two starts back from the prep. Uh, beat Maran Parr at, at Newcastle, which I think Maran Parr is not the worst in the world. And I think it finished and hit the line nice um, over 2000 last start. I think it'll be further improved by that. And I think it's it's hardest to beat. Um, probably in front of uh, Lord Ardmore, the Waller, and Welsh legend, I thought, were the other two main dangers. Yeah, I feel like third up weight is going to have some improvements. I, I was with it as well. Uh, I think Moobra's does improve. I think a quick backup up to 2,000 finally suits his prep. But um, how do you split them? Yeah, Lord Ardmore run well, and Welsh legend only just got nabbed by Huaita. So tricky race, but um, I have got the, the Snowden import on top as well there. So we're in accordance so far. Race 6 is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 78 $5 the field again. Uh, I think this is a great bet here, Saigon. That was a fantastic resumption. I think dry track suits. I think up in distance a little bit suits. And it gets James McDonald. So each way bet here for nothing, really. Um, Saigon on top and pretty keen. Uh, what do you think, Beaver? Yeah, I went for Saigon as well, funnily <laughs> enough. Um, probably for similar reasons to you. Um, I like the fact that J-Mark's on board. Um, I thought the main danger was Arctic Thunder. Um, I thought its return was very good last start, liked the way it hit the line. But uh, Saigon's one of those horses, always very consistent and runs well, and this isn't an overly strong race, so I think it can improve and run a very bold race. Uh, awesome. Yeah, good luck to Carol again in, in the lead ownership of Arctic Thunder, so have a good run with some good horses there. Uh, we kick off the Quaddy race 7 Benchmark 78 over the mile. Francesco Guardi, even money at the moment. J-Mac, I think I've tipped J-Mac for the rest of the card, to be honest. Um, what are you, are you with the favourite? I am. Um, little, getting a little bit skinny now for mm. my liking. Only won one from nine. Um, thought I probably should have won last start. So that worries me a little bit. But this, again, is not an overly strong field at all. Uh, probably weaker than what it's even been facing. Um, so for that reason, I've stuck with it. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's as skinny as you'd want it to be. Yeah, I think you've said everything. I think it, it did beat the rest quite handily last start, apart from Waihaha mm. Falls. Uh, this is a weak race, and uh, I think it's its race, finally. Uh, and don't have much more to add. You've covered off most of it here. The feature is uh, the 1,400-metre handicap race number eight. This is a good little race. A uh, few chances, Beaver. What have you done? Yeah, it is a, it is a really good uh, little race here. I, I was finding it uh, quite hard to split them. I, I thought Big Boy Roy was a little bit skinny, to be honest. Yeah, at $2.80. Yeah. And you've got the two resumers here in Frosty Rocks and Bottega. I'm, I'm going to go for uh, Bottega. I'm going to um, bank on it getting the sitting shot um, at the last uh, in the last 100 and maybe too strong at the end. But, uh, yeah, tricky little race. Frosty Rocks will probably set the pace, if not Love Tap. I don't know. Um, and I, I thought one of the interesting runnings is odds was Oscar Zulu. Mm. Um I thought it was down in the down in the market at around fifteen dollars was uh, it was definitely uh, an interesting runner and, and if it got back to its best form, uh, it could certainly uh, figure here. But uh, a takeover for me. 
Well, it's getting embarrassing now because I had Bottega on top two. I like the trials. I like Gerald Ryan Fresh. This is a horse that I was giving chances to in uh, Doncaster lead-ups and those sort of races, and uh, I think it's hard to beat here. Uh, Purple Sector trialled okay. I think it's been out of the... Uh, the winner's store for all, but I think it might be one of the better horses in the race at its best. It was giving a chance to, and Big Boy Roy have to respect. Um, and you mentioned Oscar Zulu will go in the courtier when we get there. So, uh, Bottega on top for me as well. Race nine is a 1,200-metre benchmark 88, uh, where, again, I was with J-Mac. Uh, I had Tycoonus on top, I think, back onto the dry suits. Uh, spent a lot of his career carrying Cathy O'Hara, yeah, now, as I said, J-Mac go, goes on and um, only just got nabbed last time. Better up in distance, hard to beat. And I had a watch on the stable mate, uh, Love Planet. Fresh here, might be best for it, around the $13 mark. Uh, very, very quiet trial. It was hard to really read, but um, they're the two I was looking at. What are you thinking? No, I've gone for much, much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... The last run was very, very good. It got taken on, didn't get control up front um, and had to sit outside the leader. And I thought it stuck on really well um, in that race to finish, I think, less than a length um, off the winner um, after a pretty difficult difficult task with 58 kilos on its back. So it gets, a, gets in a couple of kilos lighter here. And I think it might just get a bit more control and not get taken on. And we saw two starts back when that happened. Um, it, it brained them. Uh, so I'm just hoping that it can get a little bit uh, quieter run up front here and Clark rates him well up front. So I think it can be hard to beat. Um, and I also think uh, on the lead um, at odds, uh, has it been too bad? This preparation uh, always runs a nice race. It could run well, but no, much, much better for me. Yeah, cool. Uh, we finish off the day with the benchmark 78,000 metre. One of the trickiest races on the card. Um the Bop has been one of yours. A few other horses we've had opinions of in the last 12 months. What did you think here? No, I'm going to go for Leo. Yeah. Uh, again, um, it's drawn wide, so I think Leo will push forward. Um, thought his trial was really good. Um, last preparation, won, won well both the starts. Uh, going to the front, um, and they put it for the two runs last preparation and they were both very good and then they put it out and uh, bringing it back here. Um, I think it's the right timing of the year for horses like Leo to continue on their, their winning ways. Um, so I don't think the, the wide draw is a problem because uh, it will go forward and, uh, again, on speed and hard to beat. I, I agree. Uh, it smashed them last time, was it, Randwick? It was a, a yeah. brilliant win. Uh, first time into Metro grade and it was very impressive. Uh, I'm with you again. A uh, couple of cha- couple of interesting ones. Odd fast conies come back to a thousand here, freshen up in JMac, and we mentioned a bopper might be a wet tracker, and same as Draguar. And if it was wet, I'd be giving more of a chance. But the trial was really really good. So uh, Leo on top from those other couple there. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, uh, we'll do the quaddy. Is it? Uh, I'll handle Sydney if you like. Is that the way we're going to do it still? Yep. We'll yep. go. We'll go with uh, in the first leg. Three Canasta and eight Francesco Guardi into two Purple Sector, five Bottega, six Love Tap, eight Oscar Zulu, nine Big Boy Roy. Three I Am Power, six Much, Much Better, eight Tycoonist, ten On The Lead, eleven Love Planet, and home with three The Bopper, 
nine fast coney and twelve Leo. Uh, your best in value at around week. Yeah, my best comes up in race two, number five, Starman. I think it'll be super hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And my value bet comes up in race six, number three, Saigon. I'm going to make my best Saigon. I think it's going to run really well. And uh, my value will be Bottega. So we'll, we're, uh, we've played together there, Beaver, for the day. So it's going to be interesting to see how we go. Uh, as we head down south to Makes Flem- it easy for the watchers, mate. That is true. I only need the one. viewers. The viewers can, uh, don't have to then decipher. Uh, they don't have to pen my tips. Which of us to follow? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Flemington. I wasn't going to say that. Mate. No, that's right. It's Christmas. Uh, we head to Flemington. This is one of the least inspiring Flemington meetings I can remember ever seeing. To be honest with you, a lot of benchmark seventy stuff. Uh, but we'll get through it. As winners to be had, we kick off with the fourteen hundred meter benchmark seventy for the Phillies. How are you starting today down south? Yeah, look, uh, tricky race, the first one. There's plenty of value in it. Um, so I'm not quite sure how to line these up. I, I kind of settled on two, and I didn't know which way to go in the end. Uh, Sione was pretty good last start from the Paddy Payne stable um, to get its first win. It started long odds on, uh, but won well at Kitan. Uh, so I think it can progress from that and had reasonable form prior to that. And I think of um, Lady Adelaide, um, also from the Paddy Payne stable. Um, no rider at the moment, so maybe it won't start. Um, not sure, but I think it can mm. run well as well. Um, it's been pretty consistent of late. Um, and, well, it was around six last start at Pakenham. It was against a pretty good horse in Marine One. Um, it was only a couple of lengths behind him. So I think it can be better suited at Flemington and can run well. So um, Sione just in front of Lady Adelaide. Yeah, tricky race. Uh, they've all got chances. I had Luna Cat on top uh, first time onto the dry last time. was very impressive and think it might further improve from there. But, yeah, you've named the chances there. I won't rehash that. And even Honey Creeper down from Sydney's a chance, as the market suggests. So tricky way to start. Uh, but I was with, uh, yeah, Luna Cat to keep improving. Second up the straight is the 1,200 metres. Where I was happy to stick with uh, the Paddy Payne stable in Squid Game. Really nice debut, sat outside lead and ran away uh, from an OK horse who's since won at the Valley. And um, I think it's hard to beat here. Squid Game on top for me. Yeah, I've stuck with Squid Game, but I am I am uh, a little bit frightened of the Cummings horse, Capo Strata. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it ran uh, fifth behind Starman, which was my best bet in Sydney. Um, only less than uh, two lengths. And now it goes to after a good win at um, Gosford. So I am a little unsure how to line up Squid Game's form versus the Sydney form there. So big watch on that. I'll be watching the market very closely, um, see if there's any moves there. But just at the moment, Squid Game just in front. Race three is a 2,600-metre benchmark 100 where I have no idea. I tried, but I couldn't come up with the answer here. Uh, Could you? Uh, couldn't come up with a definitive answer here, mate, but I've gone for Wycliffe, number nine. Okay. Uh, third up after a spell. Um, getting out to the right distance now and uh, wasn't a bad run last start, carrying uh, the 60 kilos, gets 53 in here, so a massive weight pull. Um, but, drops, you know, this is a stronger class than, than that, but so uh, that will help. Um, and it's two runs in this preparation haven't been that bad. Mm. Uh, ran fourth behind that. Don't doubt Dory 
and then um, fifth against the Awesome Suns. So this is an overly strong affair. And then last preparation, it won a 2,500-metre race at Morfittville, uh, a listed event. Uh, so that, for me, and ran third at Caulfield in a fairly good company. It was starting well in the market in some of those. So um, I think uh, it can get a good run in transit here and might be hard to beat. Yeah, beautiful. Cool. Happy to follow you there because, uh, as I said, I didn't have anything else to offer. Uh, race four is a 1,200-metre 70 again. Uh, I Look, I'm tricky race. I... I end up putting Dun Pretty Power on top. It's not been doing a lot of anything, but has been in some better Sydney stuff. Drops back in grade, and that's a formula that's worked for it before. Uh, my first thought was Lady Doro, but it's also not been doing much lately. Uh, so, you know, no real confidence here. So they were the two I, I had settled on, but uh, there are a couple of lightly raced horses off, off wins, which generally I would find first. So I think I got a bit mixed up in this one. Did you have any more clarity? Uh, I landed on Enigma yeah. uh, with Jamie Carr aboard. Thought that it's just flying at the moment. Last two wins, albeit at Hamilton, uh, jumped to the front and won with something in hand. Yeah. Planned uh, off. Yeah. Just looks to be a horse that's got a bit of ability since it came. It did start its career in Sydney um, and has moved moved down to um, Melbourne. So I think it can continue to run well, and I think you'll get a sight. Beautiful. Race five is the 1,400-metre 70. Uh, yeah, more midweek level stuff here. Another tricky race where I ended up settling on um, Mississippi on top, actually. it Off finishing in the finish, or finishing close up to Mr. Yushu. Uh, uh, Ten days back, relatively quick back up here. I think can run well, drawn to run on at this time of the day at Flemington, hopefully, suits. So just looking that way at an each-way price, but a tricky race uh, again. What have you found? Look, I've, I've settled on um, Nordic mm. at $14 uh, from the Moroni stable. So obviously had a few little problems with this horse. Uh, came from, started its career in New Zealand um, uh, over, the, over the longer journey. Then came to Sydney, put a couple of good runs in, um, in decent races, um, which I didn't mind that form, and then only had the one start at Ballarat and ran well before being spelled again for six or seven months and then started at Caulfield and won. Beat Kid Magnus uh, in January this time last year, Mm. uh, which is decent form, and then was spelled. So obviously had um, a little bit of a problem, but, uh, yeah, so hopefully it's over that and can run well. Yeah, nice price to find out too. The Quaddy stick uh, kicks off with the handicap race uh, number six over the 1,400 metres, where I thought second slip was a silly price. So I ended up putting Tavi Dance on top here. Uh, maybe best horse. Posse's up nicely under Oliver. So freshened up for the last couple of months. Nice jump out win leading up to this. And uh, should sit in a pretty good spot and be hard to beat here. Uh, so on top and pretty keen, actually. I don't think there's a lot else here. Uh, what have you made of the race? Oh, look, mate, I thought this was not a great-looking race at all. Um, I thought you're right with second slip. I think second slip's got a bit of ability, but the last three runs have been... It was ordinary last time. Just showed nothing. Yeah. Yeah, just showed nothing. I don't think it was... It was just a poor run. Um, so, Tabby Dance, I think you're right, can improve. And 
Blazowski, I think I've got on top, just the two kilo claim, gets in at 56 and a half, third up, 4-4. Four, four. Um, quite common how many horses win after going 4-4. Four, four. So um, based on the back that it's ran third up and it's ran 4-4 four, four the last two starts, that's why I'm tipping it. Fair enough. Uh, race 7 is the uh, Furphy Festival Sprint, benchmark 84 over the 1,200 metres where uh, it was scratched last week, but save for this, 6p66, been three nice wins, uh, comes here, and I think hard to beat. The market has two clear chances, I think they are the two clear chances. Uh, so 6p66 on top for me, or 6p63, I should say, uh, from It's Our Time, who's lightly raced and resumed with a nice win as well. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, kind of just got this. Uh, I've, got, I've gone for uh, 6p63, Um yeah, just three starts, three wins. I think that's very good. The Gatch is a horse I do like, but um, yeah, just didn't show the zip that I would have expected last yeah. start after a really good run. Yeah, I was um, so yeah, a little bit disappointed there. So I've stuck with six B sixty three. Race eight is uh, benchmark eighty four over the mile. Uh, again, a wide open field where I yeah, I, I've got a Akachita on top actually with the claim. Uh, off a couple of nice wins back to town, which is a formula Peter Moody's used plenty of times, send them out wide, then bring them back in. Off a win, uh, nice each way place, claim for Alana Kelly who's going okay. Uh, in a, a race of uh, not a lot of, you know, picket fences, happy to have it on top. What have you made of this one? Yeah, I thought the same as you. There isn't a lot of picket fences here and uh, a couple, only a couple of horses that have won. I've got a win in there in the columns of recent times. Uh, so, yeah, no confidence here, but I was landed on real sensation. Thought um, possibly the horse with the that's been racing in the, the highest grade uh, and comes back in grade here. Uh, was, wasn't, a, wasn't a bad run last start. Um, the $26 uh, finished off quite nicely in that race, so I think it'll be sued by the extra 200 and could be the hardest to beat. Cool. Yeah, I've just... Um sick of that horse so i went around it yeah uh, we wrap up again with a thousand meters to finish the day uh where i'm i really like the resumption of winsome um cruised around one pretty easily uh drawn right type place outside of the straight here and i think it's going to be hard to beat again so winsome on top for me uh yeah the rest of the market looks about right so nothing else i'm going to talk too much about how are you finishing today i'm finishing with scorched earth um yeah. I just think it's been racing in far better company in this. Last start was in Group 2, listed Group 3, and then even the preparation before won a listed race at Mooney Valley um, and second in a Group 2 um, as well uh, back earlier. And, yeah, won a... So I just think this horse has got a bit of ability, third in a Group 3 behind Give Me Par, Zuzarella. Like, I just think... I think it's a super chance in a race like this. Mm-hmm. Um, goes all right first up. I think the price is a really good price, five dollars. Yeah, Ish. fair enough. Absolutely. I um yeah, as I said, had it second pick in market order, so definitely no knock there. Uh, your best I'll oh, give us your Melbourne quaddy. Yep, my Melbourne quaddy is one first leg, one Blazowski, two Odeon, four Tabby Dance, six open minded, seven yes, yes, baby. Yes, baby, yes, sorry. Um, my next 
in the second leg is number four, Exeter, number five, It's Our Time, number seven, The Gouch, and 11, 6B63. In, in the third leg, I've gone number one, Akahito, number 10, Nordic Pride, number 11, Real Sensation. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to finish off um, in the last leg with number three, Gal Galenius, number five, Winsome, number seven, Scorched Earth. That's it. Fantastic. Uh, for progetracing.com.au, check them out for their free tips, extensive guides, and much more. Your best end value at Flemington. Yeah, in what looks to be um, quite a quite a fairly tricky day, to be honest. Um, I made my best bet of the day. Where was it? No, race to number two, Squid Game. Thought it would be super hard to beat, and I made my value bet in the last uh, race nine, number seven, Scorched Earth. Great. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Squid Game's my best as well. So uh, we're finishing the year on a hand-in-hand -hand note, shall we say. Uh, and my value, Tavadance, uh, to wrap up my thoughts from Flemington. Uh, anything in Queensland as we head towards the Magic Millions? I guess I've got to find something for the punters here, mate. Um, clash of, interesting clash of um, Far Too Easy and Rhapsody Rose. Both look nice horses. They're taking on each other there somewhere. Yes. Um, yeah, so I've got um, race three, number five, Tamalade. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it looks very hard to beat. Um, race six, number eight, Ziri. Scary, however you want to say it. And Sorry. I'm also going race seven, number two, Far Too Easy. I think it'll be winning as well. Yeah, that's a good little race there, that Far Too Easy race. Very good, Beaver. It is a good race. Good job. Thank you, punters. Uh, we'll see you... One more time before Chrissy, but if you uh, don't catch a midweek show, all the best for Christmas. Good punting this weekend. Uh, and we'll be back to look at Warwick Farm and Sandown come uh, Tuesday night. Catch you soon.